Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeong Haseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, Athen Wasalan. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadef. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu Alaikum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all. Well, Grand Rising, everybody, and it is a hot Tuesday morning, um, and it's going to get hotter, so I hope that you all uh, take care. Um, I want to just, uh, for those of you who are listening on YouTube, um, which right now there's nobody, (laughs) or if you're listening on uh, Blog Talk, Facebook is down. So um, if you uh, have friends that like to watch this show and they can't find it because Facebook is down, um, send them to YouTube. So Tucson Essentials at YouTube. Uh, Tucson Essentials. Just go to YouTube and type in Tucson Essentials. So um, I um, am excited. So this is a great ex- example of stress. But we have Dr. Matt on today. And we're going to talk about eustress, which is much better than stress, and how um, important eustress is in manifesting your best life. And so, um, without further ado, let me bring on Dr. Matt. Grand Rising, how are you? I'm doing well. How about you? 
Well, good. I mean, um, unfortunately, the Podbean's not working and the Facebook's not working, but we got Blog Talk and YouTube, so two out of four is really awesome. <laughs> hey, you know, that's as good as a meteorologist has, 50-50. 50-50, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, it's like, it's, it's hilarious because, I mean, I used to... Yeah, you know, get upset, and I'm just kind of like, oh, well, <laughs> this is what platforms are using today. You never know. So, um, and it's interesting. It's, so, it is live streaming to my private Facebook group uh, called Shifting Your Mindset to um, uh, Reclaim Your Health. That's my private Facebook group. And it's got about 500 people in there, so I'm actually – going to take a moment to um, just kind of let people know what's going on, and I'm going to go in here, but so there may be some reverb for a minute, just don't get too, don't get too nervous, but while I'm doing that, Dr. Matt, um, first I would like for you to share with people what you do and why you do it, um, because everybody, you know, not everybody was on the, with you on the last show. And so for those listeners that weren't there, tell them what you do and why you do it. I am a doctor of Chinese medicine. I practice acupuncture, herbs, and nutritional uh, guidance with patients. Been in medicine for 24 years, ranging from a a lifeguard to a paramedic uh, to now a, a practicing doctor of Chinese medicine. And... Throughout my journey, I had experience with natural medicine for myself and just saw that um, Western medicine was lacking a lot of answers and patients weren't getting the care and connection that they deserved and needed to further their healthcare journey. So I get to provide a high-quality, effective form of medicine that's been around for more than 5,000 years. And it works for the vast majority of patients. So, I guess so five thousand years. So there's no evidence there. No, 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 no. no. They'll, they'll argue that there's no evidence, but you know. Ah, I was just gonna so. say. I mean, you know, because a lot of people, yeah, I don't know about that. So, um, okay. interestingly enough, yeah, TCM, traditional Chinese medicine, and acupuncture are the most research forms of natural medicine that we have. Just on PubMed alone, there's over 20,000 articles of research on acupuncture and Chinese medicine. The next closest is chiropractic with over 15,000. The next closest after that would be massage and, uh, and then uh, physical therapy. So uh, we exceed the uh, current accepted forms of natural approaches by the Western medicine community, which would be the physical therapy by over 10,000 uh, articles of research and thousands of years. Yeah, you know, um, and I just want to talk about this for a minute, and I, I don't seem to be able to, to do what I want to do here, but um, <laughs> so, you know, you know, I'm a nutritionist, mm-hmm. um, and um I studied under many functional medicine doctors, um, actually one of the best ones I think on the planet, but several of the best ones on the planet. But, um, 
And when I have shared about, let's say, what cilantro might do, because we're on live, um, you know, like taking heavy metals out of the body, um, and it doesn't take all heavy metals out of the body, but it, it does a good job. And um, someone says, well, yeah, do, you, do you have studies for that? <laughs> Is it safe? I don't know. Did you research it? And I'm like, and then, you know, my reply is, well, the drug you're taking, did you research that? Where's your study? And, you know, well, a doctor said it was okay. Ah, the doctor said it was okay. The Western doctor. That's a great answer. I love that answer. Me too. It's like, okay. Um, So I am just trying to see if I can do a tag in this – in this group where it allows everyone to know um, that this show is live. But so I think it's interesting, you know, people are so willing to trust um, a pill because we have a program belief system that if it comes in a pill, it's a safe bet. Right. But the stuff that's growing behind you, not so much. Be aware. Very much so. I know. That's scary to me. (laughs) the same. Um, it's an altered reality. It is an altered reality. Oh, it's it's, <laughs> it's capturing the, you know how it listens to it. So why don't you explain to people um, as I still try to do this, what is, what is you stress? What is stress? What's the difference? Let's start there. And of course, you know, I am. Um, oh, good. We've got people um, who are watching this. Good. So in the Facebook group. Yay. So w- welcome, Scotty. Um, I went to high school with Scotty. We were on the gymnastics team together. He was actually a good gymnast. Me, not so much. Um, <laughs> hi, Stacey Gilchrist. Uh, how are you? This is kind of cool. I get to see it over here. This is like, you know, sometimes things don't go out so well, but, you know, you get a bonus. Um, um, but explain to people what stress is, if you don't mind. Eustress is the, uh, the dictionary term or the professional term of good stress. So joy, happiness, uh, winning the lotto, those would be, you know, good stresses. Although in excess, they can be, become bad stressors too. You know, if you win too much in the lottery, then everybody comes out of the woodwork and wants to get part of it. So that could become a bad stress for you. But, you know, you stress is good stress, uh, so that would be the short and sweet uh, definition of it. Distress would be bad stress, and that's the other side of it. That's the side that uh, would cause problems in the body, uh, from mental, emotional to organic dysfunction. Well, yeah, and so I want to focus just for a moment on the good stress. Um, the good stress, let's say. Like, for instance, I'm highly, I'm writing my book right now, right? Uh, it's called um, <clears throat> Emotional Healing, Toxic Free Living. And it'll be on pre-sale in the fall. And, um, and because it's an internal motivation um, and it's something I love to do and I have so much joy around it, it does cause me stress and I do forget to eat or maybe to drink the, you know, my, you know, I filtered water, um, but it's 
it's uh, a stress that doesn't have me depressed, right? And it's pushing me towards a goal, and it keeps me super happy. And so when you have stress like that, um, that's or that's the stress you want, right? Um, so whatever that looks like for you, and have so we want to create some discernment around that because that's really actually healthy for you. It, it elongates right. your life. And then if you have regular stress, which um, I mean, let's just talk about today's heat, right? So I think it's going to be like 105 or something in Georgia. We got that notification. Um, so yeah, with the heat index, so yeah, that, that puts a lot of stress on the body for sure. Yeah, so it's not just um, stress like a bad relationship. It's what's outside, the, um, the, the heat, the chemicals, um, <clears throat> uh, the chemicals in your food supply, the water supply, all that's causing stress on your body. And so talk about what you do to help people or what they can do to help themselves, actually, um, when they're in that uh, stressful situation that's not for their highest good. So you can mitigate the damage effect of stress from the, you know, the physical to the emotional to the physiological stressors uh, by what you do and put into your body. So, you know, if you're taxing your body beyond its capability of uh, managing that, then you are, in effect, amplifying those stressors. Yeah, yeah. Give me one second, okay? For sure. Yeah, step out real quick. All right. And we got that great view. He, so he actually stays in the forest, um, which is something I would like to do, except for today. Very happy to not be living in the forest. Um, so so when, a lot, for those people that are listening, um, share with us, and you can do this in the chat, what is it, um, what kind of stress do you have? What ways are you, are, you look, are you looking for ways to mitigate stress? One of the ways that I like to mitigate stress is honestly drinking water and keeping myself hydrated because my brain, as well as yours, by the way, when you're dehydrated, doesn't function at its full potential. Um, you want to pick up where I left off? Yeah, certainly. Yeah. So you, our, our bodies are largely made of water. You know, depending on the textbook you read, it's 70 to 80% water. That's over the whole body. So every cell is bathed in water, and if you are dehydrated, you are, in effect, decreasing your cellular function, which is the root of the body. When you affect that, you affect all functions from the nervous system, cardiovascular system, digestive system, and just simple functions of, of your muscles. So you may notice that your muscles are sore or, or they're cramping or tight, whatever the case may be. And a lot of that can be mitigated just by drinking proper amounts of water. You know, in our largely sedentary lifestyle, we need at least 50% of our body weight in ounces of water per day. So that's a good starting point. When you become more active or you're out more, you're going to need upwards of 80 to 100% of your body weight in ounces of water per day, depending on what you're doing. You know, if you're out mowing the lawn, picking weeds, and it's you know, 2 o'clock in the afternoon in August in southeast, you're going to probably need of you know, 100% of your body weight in ounces of water per day to simply maintain normal function and reduce the overall stress load. Yeah, and if you're not filtering your water, um, you know, I was speaking about this at a, at a function that I was at yesterday to a group of women 
about um, filtering your water. Because if you're not filtering your water, um, we're going to take this right back to stress. Um, and you have all those toxins in the water, which all you have to do so is, I'm going to actually put this up on the screen, is go to the ewg.org website. And at the ewg.org, you can key in your zip code. So, Scotty, 60010. Uh, sorry. <laughs> we all grew up in the same town. Um, so you, you, you key in your zip code, right? And it tells you which contaminants are in your water supply. Now, that assumes that you have uh, city water, municipality water. It doesn't include well water. But well water is no safer because it's, um, I mean, some people may argue it's safer. It's just different toxins. Um, and so if you're not taking the toxicity out of your water, um, you're, you're showering in this and you become the filter. And that creates a whole other level of stress that you're not even connecting the dots to where this is coming from, okay? And um, the filters that I have take out 220 contaminants and leave the minerals in, which is also a very important component to your brain health. And your yeah, so... And the part that most people don't realize, a lot of people are buying these water filtration systems that are $2,500, and they sit on your counter, okay? And I won't use a brand name. Then they, have, they take out the stuff, and they have you put on all this powder, and, and we've got you this alkaline water for $2,500. Um, not a good idea um, because, you know, for a couple hundred bucks, <laughs> I care something sit on your counter, takes out the toxins, Okay, and it naturally brings the water to an alkaline state. And when you're not putting stuff in, you're just taking stuff out through the filter. And I think that when we start to wrap our head around what are the things that are contributing to that stress, um, it's a really important. I mean, what about, I mean, do you get a lot of EMF, Matt, where you're living? No, I live amongst the trees. So do you want to explain to them what the EMF is doing to their body? Are you, do, you, do you talk about that much? or? I don't talk about that much, except for when you and I are discussing it. Okay. Well, I mean, well, you know it, it, it clumps the red blood cells. It's causing stress on the body and the, brain, and the, body and the brain. Yeah? Yes. Okay. And so, um, so it's another way that's causing stress, it's, uh, causing harm to the body. What are some ways in which people can mitigate that stress? What do you, I mean, like the NADA protocol, perhaps? NADA, acupuncture just in general, NADA is great because it's, uh, it's, I call it the direct access to the brain. When you use the ear or the, or the head, it's direct access, whereas using the body, it's, it's like using the surface streets to get to the city instead of using the interstate to get to the city. It's going to mm-hmm. take a little bit longer, uh, so you get a more direct effect, more rapid results and noticeable results in a short amount of time. So what other ways in which you help people to reduce stress? I'm going to look at what they put in their body differently. Okay. And once they start associating, hey, I ate this and I felt this, then they start 
really taking a deep dive into what they're putting in their body and it, it helps them in the long run one change their body composition which is a great way to de-stress the body but also remove those harmful products that come about from a stress type eating uh, where they you know we generally go to those quick comfort foods and such which promote excuse me inflammation and dysfunction and a lot of those a lot of those products have compounds in them that are known by the government to be endocrine disruptors, which are also found in the water sources. You know, they're endocrine disruptors, so they block the natural function of your hormones, whether they destroy the hormone itself or they, just, or they damage or block the receptor sites. They're causing a dysfunction in your one of your body's main regulatory systems. So those are... The things that we we touch on, you know, reducing the overall stress with acupuncture and uh, you know, activity. Activity is a big thing. Just simply getting out in outside, walking around, can reduce your stress. So we talk about simple approaches. Uh, simple works. Complicated doesn't always work. So we just start with simple stuff. Uh, changing what you put into your body, adding movement to your day, getting outside, breathing fresh air. Although. The air is questionable in one of these days, but it's better than being stuck inside. Oh, all day, right? What are one of your favorite herbs for uh, helping people to de-stress? I use very few single herbs. I would use more formulas. Okay. The synergistic whole is better than the uh, singular function of one, uh, so you get better results in that aspect. Uh, classical formulas like Shayasan are great for reducing stress and uh, promoting uh, calm. Uh, that's probably the, the single go-to one. that. Shayasan? Shayasan. Yeah, it translates to free and easy wanderer, which, you know. So is that the formula or is that the plant? That is the, the formula comprises it's like eight herbs, I believe, something like that. Yeah. I don't remember what's in it. It's okay. So one of my favorite herbs is ashwagandha, right? And then I also yeah, like yeah, using a blend herbs. of um, mushrooms, so like lion's mane, um, uh, cordyceps, chaga. Matter of fact, in my smoothie this morning, we have beets, blueberries, so tons of antioxidants and uh, ways to get nitric oxide. I actually have a nitric oxide powder in here because I want to make sure my blood's circulating on a hot bed, right? <laughs> so um, I think that um, if you start your morning off with a high-nutrient uh, breakfast, right, like skip the bagel, right? <laughs> and... Um, you know, and this even has a lot of uh, detox elements in it as well, uh, like uh, cayenne pepper, lemon. Um, there's uh, turmeric. Uh, and then uh, I have, like, uh, I don't know, like 50 different greens in here. So, and obviously I haven't drank it yet. I'm not the recipient, but we're working through it. Uh, <laughs> you got to have it made first before you can drink it, so you're, you're a step ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the thing is that um, if you can focus on a nutrient-dense diet, and um, I'm sure that Matt can help you. I know I can help you, um, you know, depending on where you're at, uh, you know, 
there's, I know that, does your website, my website has some recipes. Does your website have recipes or? No, it doesn't. It's, it does not have recipes. It's okay. A, if, it's, if it's still, if it's still active, it has a clean eating um, e-learning program. That's, I think that's what I saw. Yeah. Want to talk about that? It's, it's a it's a program that I came across uh, years ago, and I put it up uh, for just information. Information's free, right? Uh, and it will be widely shared. Uh, and it's up there for anybody who wants to take part in it. And it's just a, a short, sweet uh, program to to open your mind to changing what you put in your body to eat better for your body and for your health and uh, help your body from that point, because food truly is the best medicine. Yeah, so I'm curious if any of our listeners um, in on the uh, two platforms that we have, oh, four platforms, so your, your Facebook is working. You connected your Facebook. Yes. Oh, beautiful. So the only Facebook that's not working is my Susan Essentials Facebook. That's interesting. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um I, I'm going to see if I can get it to go. Cause now I'm a little jealous. No, it's um, so Facebook has been banning me lately. I like to do that. I know. So you know, I don't even know what I did. Um, but you know, no, I guess. No, no. Did you see that post that I did about that? It, so it says you're banned for six days because you did something that was against community standards. Okay? They don't tell you the they won't tell you the standards. <laughs> what do they do? Like I share right. too much or I did too many too many thumbs ups. You know, <laughs> like okay. Um, and so, you know, honestly, if I didn't have this podcast and I didn't have this business, I probably wouldn't be on Facebook because uh, I yeah, yeah right. Um, so. That's hilarious. So, so well, I would love to hear from some of Dr. Matt's followers. We've got you on. Actually, you're live streaming on LinkedIn and Facebook. Yes. Oh, you rock. So our YouTube channel was posted on Facebook. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now we, we actually have a few platforms. I'm, I'm a happy girl. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd like to hear from our listeners because uh, we have several now on a couple different platforms. And I'd love to hear um, what is it that you, your questions about stress? What is it that you'd like to do to help yourself de-stress? We should probably talk about breath work um, yep. and, um, and like that. So we'll go to a quick commercial um, and we'll make it like super, super short. Don't go anywhere. You know, you're allowed to hit, go to the bathroom if you want to. We'll let you. Little control freak. Don't go anywhere. All right. I'll be right back. And uh, let's see what we got here. Thank you. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speak. Tuesdays. Self-self-care with Jody Kusan. Wednesdays, repairing broken families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, soulful solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, 
health and well-being with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. Okay, so we are back. And uh, one of our listeners commented, she said, <laughs> thoughts about, it's me. Because, <laughs> you know, I got the phone, right? So, what did she say? It's me. It's uh, on. Oh. Uh, it says, "What are your thoughts about stress?" Right? But I, I commented in the group. Um, so let's see what we got here. So we were going to talk about breath work, right? Yes. So why don't you go ahead and share with people about the importance of breath work in reducing stress and how? I mean, you can actually even mitigate your own pain. Right. I, there's I, been a lot of studies on breath work, different different forms, your breath holds for different different uh, intervals, uh, deep breathing, a uh, lot of different components out there. Wim Hof is a, is a big method that's been around for a while. Uh, he's a pretty amazing guy. He's been researched by universities and hospitals. And with his method, he's able to upregulate his immune system, which that's a pretty good thing. And uh, they did a they did a big test on him years ago where he was in the hospital and, and was injected with uh, with a live virus and was able to use his breath work to have no signs or symptoms no uh, no change in temperature and they said well you've been doing this for 30 years so he took 10 students and trained them and brought them in and had the same results so it's not that you have to be doing it for 30 years you just have to practice it for a bit and learn the method, you know, whatever method you choose, Wim Hof or any other breathing method, and put it in that, you know, apply it to your daily life because without applying it, you're not going to get any benefit. So it's just, it, breath is, is key to life. It really is, and it's interesting. So um, I have a client out in Indiana, and um, I, you know, she's, I work with her on nutrition and on energy work. And, um, is that a, a lawnmower? Yeah, we have a lawnmower going by, sorry. In the forest? Well, we're in the Red Top Mountain State Park campground right now. Hilarious. Okay. It didn't even occur to me. Um, <laughs> so, um, so I have a client in Indiana, and I work with her in nutrition and energy work. And um, she uh, was, in the past, experiencing a lot of pain. And um, I was on my way, I was in the car, um, I, um, and I live in Georgia now, and um, she calls me up, she goes, I, I need you to do, you know, I need your help, I, I need you to do energy work for me, and I'm like, I'm driving, because that's kind of a tough thing to do, right, you can't just be, you know, going into yeah. spirit, and so I said, okay, we'll call her Susie, right, that's not her name, but okay, Susie, um, let me walk you through how you can do this yourself. So I walked her through the breath work where we, we actually sent the energy to the area of concern, okay. right? So if you have, I'm actually going to walk people through this. So if you have pain, right, 
you can um, actually send the energy to, let's say, your left hip, okay? So you breathe in, and you're sending the energy, and you're sending the breath to the hip. As you breathe in, you're sending the energy, the ear and the breath and the energy to the area of concern. And letting it out. And as you let it out, you're giving that pain to God to take for you. Because I would say it's not yours to own. And a lot of time, if you're very empathic, if you get pain and all of a sudden it comes out of nowhere, it was not your pain to begin with. You felt someone else's pain and you took it on as yours. And so using breath work allows you to give it to God. Like give, give you know, or I wouldn't do a return to sender for that because like that person doesn't need the pain either. But, you know, like that. Um, and you can close one nostril at a time. Um, so I have, I had another friend of mine who's TCM. His name is Dr. J.R. Hyde. He's in Illinois. And he was explaining the breath and that and I, I lost it. At least I'll be able to keep my cookies this time. And he was explaining how the skin in your nose is erectile skin. <laughs> As in penis, penis nose, penis skin. Yeah. <laughs> I, go, I go, excuse me? It's penis nose. <laughs> and so um, we actually made a clip of that because the look on my face was priceless. Um, yeah, I'm sure it was, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll send it to you later. So um, so do you want to demonstrate the breath work for the right and left nostril or is that something you do? Or I, I don't do a right and left. I, I just do a, either a nose uh, circular breathing into the nose out through the mouth or just deep breathing depending on uh, what I'm trying to accomplish with most with most instances it's a it's a circular breath through the nose out through the mouth like I tell patients you know into the nose out through the mouth with the face relaxed the body will follow and when we hold tension in our face you know we tend to hold tension in our body so if we can relax the facial muscles then we relax the body and it goes along with the if you, if you smile it releases beneficial uh, Transmitters that relax the body and, and you know, turn to a happier state, reducing the stress. So just a simple in through the nose, out through the mouth, nice and slow in a circular fashion. That can do a lot for you. Um, deeper breathing uh, would be more of a. Uh, shoot, how would we explain that? You want to demonstrate it? Um, into the nose and out through the mouth. Yeah, just to do it so people can kind of, because, you know, sometimes people believe, I mean, look, you're doing this all the time, so am I. But sometimes people just need to see what it is so they can have some comfort. People get scared. I got you. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. Demo. Boom. We just, get, we just get a relaxed posture. Yep. And we, we gently close the mouth and we breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth. So. <sighs> Feels good. Well, and you're getting oxygen to the brain, which really reduces that stress. Correct. And gives you 
greater mental acuity. Would you agree? We, we often we often sit in a rounded posture, which closes off the respiratory function. We and if we're not, we're still breathing very shallow. So when you take time to to breathe in deep and slow, you you know you expand the lungs, the chest, so you get a nice filling of the of the lungs, which brings more oxygen availability to the body. Plus, the act the act of respiration, inspire and expire, also is a massaging aspect for the liver. Chinese medicine perspective, that is our stress organ. Uh, wait, wait, wait. So when you do breath work, sorry to interrupt, I want to make sure people don't miss this. And welcome, Kim Jacobs. Thank you for showing up and listening. Um, you're massaging your liver? Yeah. Cool. Liver sits right underneath the, the right lung, so it's a functional aspect. Uh, when deep respirations will help to massage it which can, you know, in a way affect uh, digestive function, uh, but it also, from a Chinese medicine perspective, helps to reduce the overall stress and stagnation of the liver. And, and anger. Yeah. The chief uh, chief emotion associated with, with the liver is frustration and anger. So uh, taking time when you're feeling that ramp up to do that deep breathing and taking you know, 10 seconds to, you know, to, to count to yourself or, whatever your choice of de-stress for the anger moment uh, is beneficial for you from a, a respiratory function and from a Chinese medicine pers- perspective, you know, reducing the, the pent-up feelings in the anger. Yeah. In the liver. And I, and I want to share, um, and I, I wanna, I'm going to bring this on the screen. You know, anger... Uh, I know it's supposed to be talking about stress, but like it stresses the precursor <laughs> to anger. Um, first of all, anger is stored in your liver. So if you're, if you have a lot of toxins in your body, you want to, what's that? It's going to make it worse. Yeah, it's going to make it way worse. So you need to look at eating foods that help you easily detoxify your, your, your liver. And we can uh, make a note so we uh, come back uh, to, to that. Uh, food yeah, that help you detoxify, right? Uh, uh, vegetables are the big ones. Yeah, um, and cruciferous, cruciferous vegetables are things like broccoli, right? And what else? Broccoli, cauliflower, kale, uh, uh, Brussels sprouts. Love Brussels sprouts, a little garlic, right? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Um, and uh, cabbage is a great so you or, or sauerkraut. Right, things like that. I mean, so you can get it in different forms, um, and so those are foods that are going to help you to detoxify your liver, which is going to help with the anger, which was brought on by the stress. Right, <laughs> backing it up for you. Um, but then the other thing, so I lost my train of thought um, about the liver. Um, oh. So if you are having anger issues, okay, um, I think it's really important. And, Scotty, I'm really grateful that you're still watching. I think he's still watching his. Scotty, wait till you see this. So Scotty and I um, both grew up in Barrington, and there's a restaurant in there it's a, it's a, that came in the, I want to say it was in the 90s. And let me just see if I can pull up the image that I want to show people. Um, 
because this this will this um I, I did this at Eli's office at, at Heart Chiropractic where you also work out of, and um, I went to uh, Dr. Eli English, and um, I was having some anger issues, and um, but that's not why I saw uh, uh, Dr. Eli. Um, I was um, I got. Uh, Let's just say there. I, I had. I got. I got exposed to a toxin and it started coming out of every orifice of my body. Okay, and so my legs look like not so good, right? I mean, things are coming out of my legs big time. And and I believe that using my frequency medicine and the you know it showed but based on her blood test, I got rid of like almost everything except a parasite. And a fungi that created its own colony that's been there since 19, well, December 31st, 1989. Because I had uh, sushi. Wait, you guys hear this. It's going to go into my book. I had sushi on New Year's Eve with my father. And that night I had got violently ill and I threw up all the sushi. Now, like, like, I don't know anything about hell at that point in time in my life. Other than I don't feel good, that I know, right? So I'm like, God, like, if 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 I have this much knowledge now, I had this much, meaning it was in the toilet. <laughs> no knowledge. Um, now, seven months later, my niece is born, and um, uh, Brittany. And um, in August, so that's in July, and then in August, she's at our house in Barrington, and I'm changing her diaper. And before I get a chance to pin up her diaper, she pees in it. Now, what do babies do? They pee. (laughs) They pee and they poop and they cry and they eat. That's about that. Those are the four things, right? Now, this is the day I knew there was something wrong with me because I got really angry and I could feel it in my gut all the way into my heart. And when a surge of anger... Now, that's never happened to me before, period. And then it happened to me when I'm changing a diaper and the baby's doing what it's supposed to do, right? And I thought to myself, that's a problem. And I remember it like it was yesterday. I'm like, that's a problem because she didn't do anything wrong. And I know logically, so where's his his anger coming from? That's what I wanted to know. So now I'm getting all these anger issues. And in 1997, I get misdiagnosed having bipolar disorder and schizophrenia. Now, the, the, psych, the mental health community is the only doctor that doesn't look at the organ that they treat. <laughs> okay? So I go into the doctor's office. He tells me I have bipolar disorder and schizophrenia. And I said, well, is there a blood test that you might want to do or or do you scan the brain? These are the questions I'm having as a, uh, because I was like 30, 29 or 30 years old, something like that. He said, no, we just know. I'm like, okay. So I'm being called to tell this story because I think it's so critically important. So he, so I get on medication to control what they think is bipolar disorder and schizophrenia and i'm going to tell you many people are misdiagnosed tons of them 
because of their diet and because of what I'm going to show you, okay? So that night, I had parasites and fungi in my body. And people, prepare yourself for what you're about to see. So that night, I had parasites and fungi in my body, and it developed, it created its own colony, okay? As you can see, this, this image creates its own colony. So you've got a butterfly image here. You've got wings. You've got a dragon. You've got a turkey nose, and they, that's like, you know, uh, gratitude, right? And you've got like a rabid dog, bipolar disorder people. So these parasites, we already know from science that parasites impact your emotional well-being and your health. This is not new news. What is the problem is that no one is talking about it in the freaking mental health community with the exception of like the people that, you know, follow Dr. Amen, which I am now a brain health professional with Amen Clinic. And so, so if you, so to me, there's no surprise that I got this diagnosis because you have this dichotomy. Look what these cells are are showing. I'm going to shut up because I know you have something to say. Go for it. I can feel it. It's, it's true that they don't look at the, at the organ and they go by symptom clusters and we often miss the overt signs that, hey, this could be a causative factor. If we forget that the skin is our largest detoxification organ, although it is a secondary detoxification organ. So if the liver and kidneys are having issues of primarily the liver, then it's going to overflow into the skin. And skin is the most outward seen organ that we, that we have. And it can tell you a lot about what's going on in the body. When you have skin eruptions, there's dysfunction inside the body. It's not the skin itself. The body's pushing toxins out through the skin. And you just have to determine what it is. You know, it's it's the basis of Chinese medicine. You find the root and fix the root, and the body flourishes. It took me 33 years to fix the root. 33 years. This happened 33 years ago. And um, And while I had reversed all these conditions, um, this got reactivated when I was exposed to overexposed to radiation when I met when helped me that that journey, and this got reactivated. So you can have viruses and all this stuff in your body, and it can lay dormant in your body for decades. And you get exposed oh, yeah. to things like radiation, black mold, and it reactivates and becomes a thing in your life. And all of a sudden, you've got these anger issues, stress, and all that. And, and when, it, when you have this metamorphosis like this, and by the way, I want to just announce, it's no longer in my body. It's gone. She got rid of it. Um, but you can see there's this dichotomy of happy and angry, or I want to transform my life, but I'm really angry about it. I mean, what's your interpretation of that beautiful picture? <laughs> uh, and until you started mentioning, I was like, it looked like a butterfly, uh, but I didn't see the turkey and all that. That that's that's definitely there. Um, I I just see a a sick body. Like there's definitely something wrong with the body that needs to be addressed, uh, and that it 
was that pronounced on the skin? Oh, this is blood. This is blood. That was blood. Oh, wow. That's blood. Those are cells. That's pretty, that's pretty amazing. That's a blood test. Okay. That's a lot of dysfunction there. Uh-huh. It's all gone. see that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So going back to you are what you eat, you have to be really careful with what you put in your mouth. Oh, yeah. You didn't know that was blood. You thought that was skin. No, that's blood. I was I was thinking that was skin, and that's that would have been a really bad outward presentation on skin. It's not that it's a good presentation of blood, but you know, that's that's still pretty bad. You know, we, we see. I have current patient who longtime patient who has gone through something similar. Uh, she's gone through a journey. She's lost seventy pounds over the last year and a half, two years. She's brought her blood sugars down from 350s to 130s. Awesome. And her A1C, her A1C from 11.4 down to 7.4 uh, just with, you know, lifestyle changes. Started having pain in the lower left quadrant. They said it was diverticulosis, but they couldn't find any reason why. Well, one of the chief reasons for diverticulosis and diverticulitis is a bacterial pathogen. All of their blood tests and breath tests and all that said nothing was there. You know, if it sounds like a duck, acts like a duck, walks like a duck, it's probably a duck. Mm-hmm. And so I was saying that there was a bacteria aspect going on, just judging by her presentation and pulse, uh, pulse what forms and such. One second. Yep. On horse going by again. It's okay. And she took a trip to visit family in uh, Texas. She saw a naturopath out there and a, uh, and a lady who had done some done some specific testing that had been researched. So she saw that lady first, came up as pathogen, likely H. pylori, said, I want you to go see this naturopath and have him evaluate you as well. She goes see him. Uh, he evaluates it as bacterial and likely H. pylori. And I already had her on some herbal formulas that were making a dent in the pain and the bacterial overgrowth. And he started her on one other formulation and she started getting better even even faster than just on the herbs that I had her on. She came back to see her primary care doctor, and he's like, I can't be H. pylori. They didn't do this test, this test, this test. You know, we've done it before, and they said it wasn't there. And she's like, well, you got me nowhere. And these other three providers who all are saying it's bacteria have got me results. So I'm going to stick with that. So the, the testing isn't always... Accurate. You have to use testing as a component of your overall diagnosis and differential diagnosis. So, yeah, and differential diagnosis for people who don't know what that means is that someone comes in and they have symptoms that could uh, mimic, let's say, three or two or three or maybe even four different um, diseases, and they all have the same symptoms. Would you? Was that accurate? And so you have to be able to distinguish and discern. Uh, by testing and so forth to uh, determine what the actual diagnosis is. Correct. Okay. Well, <clears throat> and here's what I want to tell you. I, I, I have great uh, doctors, you being one of them, which I have to bring you back in here. Um, and um, 
Good morning, Chris. Uh, thank you for being here. Um, and so, you know, it was a peel, it was peeling the onion. And for me, the proof, like you said, the proof is in the pudding. So I, um, I got into an argument last night with my husband. And this is the first time it really just didn't end badly. It was just like, we agreed to disagree for a while, and then we'll come back. Yeah. And there was no, for me, I didn't, like, I didn't uh, pick up the dice because no one else is running my show anymore. I'm running my show. Oh, this is what people need to know. So if you have this in your body, you're not running your own show. It's running the show. Hijacked you. Yeah, it's hijacking you. It's high. It's an emotional hijack, and it's giving you monkey brain. It's giving you lack of focus, lack of mental acuity. It's giving you depression, anxiety, insomnia. Let me give you a few more. Like if you have this in your body or any function of it. It's, it's, it's causing stress in a way that's unrecognizable. It doesn't allow you to prioritize what you need to prioritize because you can't think straight because this guy's running the show. So now she uses a technology called Quest 9. I, I, you know, I think it's out of India. Have you ever seen it before? In the, in the uh, I'm not familiar with it. I think it's a biofeedback. It is biofeedback. And so um, look for that in your area. I know we have a lot of people in here from Chicago, Arizona, um, or Chicago area um, in Arizona today. Um, uh, I don't see many people from Georgia, um, but if you are, you know, like that. Um, but so this is why... Um, Sourcing your food is so important So because not only if you're eating processed foods, you're getting toxins, but I will never in my lifetime eat sushi again. It's not worth that. I mean, yeah, it, it did a, it did a number for you, didn't it? It certainly did. And, don't, and, and if anybody knows me like well, they know I love sushi. I love sushi. And, yeah, it's so not worth it. Um, and Grand Rising Zelda, sister from another mister. So um, I'm going to take this down now. But I think that, you know, when you're looking at stress in your life, um, explore outside the regular blood test, right? And um, focus on your nutrition. Go ahead. And get, get second opinions from from other providers. You, know, you don't have to believe. You know that that's a big thing. We're like, well, I don't really believe in that. Well, not a belief, not a belief mechanism. Did I did I do something? No, you're good. Oh, yeah, yeah, so you're good. I, I lost lost a page. Sorry, it's not a belief that system. Is. It's it it is physiology, you know, well researched. You know. Natural medicine is well researched, so you don't have to believe in it. It works. It works with your body. It's nature working with your body, which is a part of nature. So 
seek out other opinions because you know we tend to think out of the box whereas other providers tend to think in the box and if it doesn't meet xyz then it's not abc so uh, if if it doesn't sound right to you go get information from somewhere else and see what sounds right to you yeah i mean listen to your gut if you if you get this funky feeling in your gut and you're like oh, something's off it probably is <laughs> and i want to go back to what you were saying dr matt you know um that you you're you are trained to think outside the box right and right. how practitioners and i want to go back to this my misdiagnosis right uh i didn't know that, that we were really going to be talking about this but i think this is where it's going um the western medicine community which is fine and they definitely do to have a purpose in this world somewhere anyways um <laughs> they do don't get me wrong they do um they are judged by the insurance company so they're run by insurance companies right and in order for that practitioner to get paid they have to give a label and they have to be able to check a box that is how they right. get paid for what they do okay right. if it doesn't fit the box or, or label if they can't put a check in the box and they don't have a label for it then they cannot um get paid so you want to work with someone, in my opinion, and I think in Dr. Matt's opinion, who is allowed, who has the freedom to explore outside those boxes, right? Right. Because if you're not exploring outside those boxes, you're always going to get whatever you, the same old thing. And if you're not getting the results that you need in your health, you know, and you're in Georgia or even outside, it doesn't matter because you can do a consult. I know you can't shoot the the, the needle with the dark gun. Um, I haven't figured out how to do that distance-wise, but, you know. I might show you. I might show you. Um, actually, you know, we should get together and I should show you how to do that energetically. So there okay. is a way, actually, energetically to do acupuncture, and it's using your intention. Um, and uh, not based in science, okay, and any science. But what I'm saying is you can, in, with your intention, use acupressure, actually, and, and put your intention on the point that the body needs to have and bring in spirit to work those points of the body, to clear those meridians and, um, or, you know, or put the pressure where they need it so to... Uh, effect change on the body I have no question in my mind um, and uh, our minds we are electrical beings and we are so powerful and we have underestimated the power of I mean um, you know my husband uh, is an energy healer and oh what's this hold up she says So Teddy says, Dr. David Hawkins, power versus force is my definitive go-to for understanding emotions. I'm sure you all know about it. Kinesiology 101, anger is rated as neutral on the kinesiology scale. Are you familiar with this? I am not. Me neither. I am familiar with Dr. David Hawkins and um, the uh, map of consciousness. And so I studied all of that and, you know, the low vibration, high vibration, and, um, so I, I don't know about that. So, Teddy, if you want to share more, 
you know, we'd, we'd love to uh, have your, your thoughts on that. Um, but um, <clears throat> I forget where we were at. I got distracted. Me too. Okay. So it's 9 o'clock. We'll go to commercial, and we'll come right back, and then we'll oh. get undistracted. Okay. So, y'all, stay put or stay by your device, okay? We got more to come. All right. Here we go. Let's see if I can find that. Yeehaw. Hi, I'm Jody Susan, Susan Essentials. I started Susan Essentials in 2015 because of a personal health journey. I was over-medicated and put on 19 different medications. And yet, I reversed all my chronic diseases using plant and energy-based healing. It was amazing. At Tucson Essentials, we support both consumers and businesses, and we do that with helping your employees or yourself with a food as medicine mindset. How Tucson Essentials supports businesses and consumers is we teach people about a food as medicine mindset. So we support people on how to support their own immune system, how to support their brain health, how to support their emotional well-being. And we do that all with plant and an energy-based healing. <clears throat> okay, so we have returned. And um, we have uh, Marianne Droneberg. She is watching in the Facebook group. Uh, thank you for joining us this morning. And um, we are excited to have you all here. And uh, it's interesting, the Facebook group actually doesn't show up on here, but it's uh, like how many people are watching because we've got others on YouTube. And so this is not an accurate count is, I guess, my point. Um, and that's me saying, hi, all. So, so when you're dealing with stress, so we talked about um, foods that, that the stress, you know, is a precursor to anger. Um, which is held in the liver. Um, what are some, and we talked about, you know, ways to detoxify the liver, which is eating your uh, cruciferous vegetables, drinking a ton of water. Um, I would also say using acupuncture and the energy work that I do. So um, breath work helps with uh, your anger, breathing in, gets more oxygen to the brain and de decompress it, helps you to um, have more oxygen to the brain and decompress. Apparently, I don't have enough oxygen to my brain. Uh, <laughs> well, you haven't finished your smoothie yet. I, I haven't. I'm, I'm getting there. Um, so, and so, and then thank you for a you know, great segue, making sure you have awesome nutrition and that you're sourcing your food properly, uh, as we had mentioned before. So what else would you like to share with people about ways to um, uh, de-stress? And before we do that, since we have some new, new people here, just want to explain the difference again between stress and eustress. Do you want to explain that to them again? And uh, for people who are joining us now, we have uh, probably about four new people. Yes, so stress in general can be good or bad. Was what we typically refer to as stress is kind of viewed in a negative connotation. So it's the emotional, physical, and physiological effects on the human body that cause issues from emotional swings to digestive upset, 
uh, and stress, you know, distress has been linked as a causative factor to stage four terminal cancers. Eustress would be the good stress of life that helps to release, you know, happy hormones like serotonin and dopamine that makes feel good and, and laughter is a is a great stress reliever. It's a good stress. Uh, like you're, like you said earlier, working on a project that really motivates you, like your book that you're working on right now, that's a great use stress. Although if you take it too far and you're missing sleep and not eating and over a period of time, that can in and of itself become a bad stress component. So as with everything in life, you got to take things in moderation. You know, if we, 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 our society tends to go one way and then swing to the other and then back and forth. So we're always in this ebb and flow of good stress and bad stress and lose our body in a, in a really wonky state of being. So finding ways to balance that out is key. One of the things I've found is just simply getting out in nature, uh, going for a walk in the woods, or just going and sitting in your local park and watching the birds fly by. That's a great way to just de-stress. You know, take your lunch and go outside and sit on a sit under a tree instead of sit in the cafeteria. You know, that's a great way to de-stress. Ooh, or use your essential oils. Spirits like that Joe, was- look at your oils. So actually, aromatically, there's PubMed studies um, for that as well. Because what Dr. Matt was saying earlier is there's so many PubMed, which is peer-reviewed, doctor peer-reviewed studies that showed the evidence behind traditional Chinese medicine, which is herbs and plants and um, acupuncture, you know, just to name a few, and but also oils. So this one here, which is balance, um, there are studies uh, that show that it increases microcirculation, which is your blood flow. Um, and I use it aromatically and topically. And so you breathe it in, and we know that it gets into the brain in 20 seconds to create balance, and it um, gets into your bloodstream in 30 seconds. And so you, if you don't want to ingest oils, which some of you cannot do that because you're on medications, I do not recommend this, um, then you just want to inhale it or put it on topically. Um, and I, know, you know, I don't want to um, scare people who don't take oils but if you're taking medications, they, you know, um, here, here's what they have with the, I think it's called the physician's desk reference. I'm not positive. But they, they study the interactions between drugs and drugs and different drugs, right? But no one's ever studied the interaction between a drug and a highly potent essential oil, which like, like let's say if you're using lemon essential oil, which detoxifies the liver, okay? <laughs> uh, you can have a reaction because you're getting rid of all these toxins, including the drugs that you're taking. Um, so that's why um, really, <clears throat> look, I, I love doTERRA, um, but there's a lot of people who are selling uh, these products and they actually don't have the education or background to go with it. And so um so if you want to learn how to do that, you really need to see a professional or take the classes yourself so that you can get educated. You know, like, you know, choose a path, right? 
um, but choose, but choose a path, but don't choose to just start taking something and not have background around it. And why do I tell you about this? Because guess what I did? <laughs> yeah, I did that in 2014 where I was um, guided by people who were selling uh, lifelong vitality from doTERRA and juice plus pills and and while these things can be good for you, they're telling me to double up. Yeah, it's not always good. Not always good. And that's actually one of the main contributing factors that I had to food sensitivities because my body was in trauma. And then I'm uh, like Juice Plus has every fruit, vegetable, berry, you know, made. And it's in that capsule. So I'm not rotating my foods. I don't know if you're familiar with this concept. I think it's just, I think it is TCM that, um, that when your body is in a traumatized state and then it gets exposed to certain foods and those foods are not rotated, the body will start, then start to see the food as a predator and become inflamed and chronically inflamed. Are you that's familiar with that? Yeah, that's that, what I learned studying under Dr. Danny. That, that would kind of go with eat, you know, eat from season. Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll talk about eat from the season, if you don't mind. You know, we in our society, we have, you know, oranges coming from California and blueberries coming from Chile and so forth and so on. So we're eating vegetables and fruits year-round that are not in season. Mm-hmm. And so, one, you're missing all the a good bit of the nutritional content because they're coming from thousands of miles away. They're getting picked before they're at their ripest point when when you should pick them and eat them. And so you're one, you're missing out on nutrients. Plus, they're not in season, so they don't last as long. So you end up wasting money, which causes stress too. Uh, but you're not getting the nutrients that your body needs for that season because you're eating stuff that you're, are your go-to um, because you're like, oh, strawberries are here. Let me get some strawberries. Well, it's winter. It's not strawberry season, you know. So the foods that are are produced during the winter season are going to be more nutritious for your body in the winter season because that that's the compounds your body needs. So that's the idea behind eating from the season. So br- brilliant and like you know that that restaurant it's an organic restaurant called Fifty Two Seasons, right? It, they aspire to that to that whole concept, and they have clean yes. food. And they're actually a chain, believe it or not. Somebody got smart. Um, so there's two things I want to mention. Do a yes and to that. So one, uh, here in Marietta, I go to the farmer's market, and there's a farmer, and comically enough, it's Jody's farm. It's it's Jody's farmer. <laughs> now they spell Jody differently, J-O-D-Y. So I went there at the farmer's market in Marietta, Georgia, and she has apples. You haven't had an apple until you've had it straight from the farmer. It smells, yeah, it smells like an apple, okay? Mm-hmm. And by the way, when you put vegetables under stress, and I don't remember the, the name of it, it's not cortisol, but it's like cortisol for, for mammals and things like that, it will develop its own type of stress, and you're eating that as well. Um, secondly, like for those that eat meat, like me, uh, you really need to know your farmers, uh, and this is going back to stress again. 
So when we are eating conventional food and that pig is doesn't have free range or the duck or the chicken doesn't have free range to run around and have fun or the cow doesn't get to lay down and just be and have like joy, peace and happiness in their life. Their body's producing cortisol. And that and and the way in which they're slaughtered has them produce cortisol upon death, the stress up into that moment in time. And so if you're eating that food, and we're not even talking about the toxins yet, right? We're not talking about what they're eating. We're talking about their living conditions. You are then consuming an animal that has all these cortisol, this cortisol, which is a stress hormone, and you're eating a stress hormone, which means now you're eating stress. You're also eating those cellular memories, right, and those imprints. And so I would just say that <clears throat> really know your farmer, like know where you're buying the food. Um, we get our meat um, – from a private farmer in Chickamauga, Georgia. And we visited his farm and the cows are like having a blast. They're playing, you know, and, and hanging or just, you know, especially today, they're probably going to actually be under a tree in the cold, you know, the coolest part of the land that they can find. But people, it makes a huge difference. Do you want to say something about that, Dr. Matt? You pretty much covered it all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Do you have a favorite oh, farmer? Yeah. Uh, let's see. There's some local co-ops that uh, I would go to. Um, it's been, a, been a bit since we've been to them. Uh, my my dad and me farm down in Powder Springs. And then uh, there's a big family farm in Rockmart. Uh, that the farm itself is a dairy farm, but they do... Uh, that you collaborate with other farmers, so they have meat and stuff like that from local farmers. Uh, and I just I just heard on the radio yesterday that uh, raw milk has been uh, has been changed from for for pet use only in Georgia to uh, complete legal sale. So what? Wait, what? Legal? I haven't confirmed it. Yeah, I have not confirmed it yet. But I heard on talk radio yesterday. That has been has been uh, changed to legal legal sale for general use in the state. Although you could go to the farms and buy it for pet use only and drink it yourself, and that's the best milk to have. So if you have digestive problems from milk that you buy in the store, try the stuff straight from the cow because it's got the lactase that our body does not make that gets killed in the homogenization and pasteurization process that makes it undigestible for most people. Try it from the local farmers. You'll like it. It tastes good. Uh, it's highly nutritious. It's good for building muscle and, and keeping protein levels up so that your muscles don't waste away. So, so uh, that's a new development. Wait, that, wait, explain that part for me again. So it helps uh, with the, the muscles? It helps to uh, keep the protein levels in your body up so that your, body, your muscles stay strong and healthy and don't waste away. Uh, you know, we, we don't get enough, a lot of people don't get enough protein in their diet, so their muscles waste away. It's muscle muscle atrophy, muscle atrophy, and uh, that that's a big problem. So I'm just bringing this up for a second. Um, so I didn't know that. I mean, I do know that people's muscles 
uh, waste away. I didn't know about the lactase in the milk. <clears throat> so Ancient Awakenings, which is in Woodstock, um, uh, they do sell tons of cool fermented products. She's a, a fermented expert. And I believe, uh, at least last time, I, she was selling um, uh, raw milk for your pets. And it's stated for your pets, right? Um, but if it's not for your pets and you want to have it, I mean, you can even buy it for your pets here. And this is in Woodstock, Georgia, Ancient Awakenings. Really, really good people. Um, next, would you... Uh, uh, I'll read the question from Mama Joy. So first of all, welcome, Mama Joy, and thank you for being here. And Mama Joy's question is, for alopecia uh, that was triggered by thyroid, is there a connection of bacteria and the increase of the rise of alopecia among women? I don't know if I pronounced that right, but go for it. More than likely, there there was an issue in the gut originally. Uh, an overgrowth of bacteria causing stress in the digestive tract that then caused uh, tight junctions to become uh, less tight and allow uh, components to break through that digestive barrier and cause inflammatory responses in the body. Uh, and those inflammatory responses would have you know, triggered an issue with the thyroid, which is part of the endocrine system. And when our digestive tract is inflamed and not working appropriately, then a lot of outward signs are in the skin <clears throat> as well. So you've got a you've got a lot going on there, and gut would be the first place to look because thyroid issues are are an inflammatory response in most cases, and so looking at the gut and treating the gut would more than likely help with the skin condition of the alopecia and other skin conditions, eczema, psoriasis, and such. Uh, and treating the gut as if there is a bacterial issue in there, not with antibiotics because you're going to kill everything, good and bad, but with herbs and fermented products to uh, help repopulate the good bacteria of the digestive tract will uh, go a long way to improve your health, your general health plus your skin health. So great answer. And I have a yes and, you know me, right? Um, I'm trying to pull it up. Um, maybe it's not going to come up. So, so uh, Mama Joy, so um, Dr. Matt is spot on. And I would add to that that those fermented products, like you were saying, are really a great place to start because it, it, all skin health, skin conditions do start in the gut. So I make also a bone broth soup uh, because uh, when you have a gut health issue, you usually have leaky gut. And those are little pinholes that go into your, that um, are permeating your intestinal tract, all right? And so when you eat the food, instead of going through your intestinal tract and pooping it out, it seeps out into your bloodstream, causing inflammation, okay? Now, I have a phenomenal recipe, and uh, yay, here it is. Okay, hold on. Um, Now, I've changed this recipe recently, and I'm taking you all to my website. Um, Let me show that screen. So I make bone broth, okay? Really great for your gut health and your brain health. And... um, when you make this, you do it in a crock pot. And I want to explain that the most 
and I mean the most important part to making your bone broth is the fact that when you put the bones in, you have to have a, 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 a tablespoon, maybe two, of apple cider vinegar. And apple cider vinegar, when it's cooking with the, with the bones, is actually extracting the collagen from the bones. And so that collagen is what seals those little pinholes in your intestinal tract. So we made that yesterday. Now, here's the other key thing that it's a Jodyism. And I don't think it's on this website because I, I created it. I listed this uh, recipe years ago, but I created this new recipe last year. I started saving all my pork bones, and I put it in with my chicken bones. And <clears throat> there's a very creamy flavor to that. It's outstandingly delicious. Now, I am going to post a link to that recipe in the thread uh, so that you have this. If you want it, please go to my website for the bone broth. Um, this one was done with beef, but you can do beef, you can do chicken, you, you know, whatever you want. Here's the key. It's not supposed to be conventional because otherwise you're getting more toxins. So if this is not organic, don't do it. Like, just don't do it. Don't waste your time. Don't do it. So, anything you want to add to that? No, that's, that's spot on. You know, organic is the way to go if, you're, if your finances allow for it. If your finances don't allow for it, that's going to cause more stress. So, look at the EWG's information on the Dirty Dozen and Clean 15, and that can give you some guidance on the, the 12 dirtiest fruits and vegetables that is it all possible by those organically and then the cleanest uh, 15 cleanest fruits and vegetables that, you know, would, would be okay from a conventional growing standpoint? Yes. And what I would say is that if you look, look, guys, I was on disability. And so what I did is I, uh, even I had to go to a food bank, but when I went to the food bank, I made sure that I was buying, uh, or not buying, excuse me, receiving food that did, was non-GMO or at least was uh, farm-raised, right? And um, in Palatine, Illinois, I mean, I don't know, I was just blessed. I mean, because we had farmers that were contributing. And I think they do that out here in Georgia as well. <clears throat> so Georgia, if you're on food stamps, you can go to the Woodstock Farmer's Market and they'll double your food stamp if you buy from them. <clears throat> but I would say, and um, forgive me, you might have some stress at the beginning of spending the extra money, but you'll stop spending money at the doctor and you'll stop spending money on medication. And so I would assert it's actually cheaper. And so maybe there's an opportunity to shift your mindset about how you spend your dollars. You know, like that. There was a great cartoon that I saw years ago. It's two guys standing in the men's restroom at a urinal. One's a thin guy, one's an overweight guy, and it's got a you know a tally sheet of what they do. And the, the thin guy is you know organic food, four hundred dollars a month. Obviously, this was a while ago because you know a month's worth of organic food is more than four hundred dollars these days. Uh, uh, nutritional supplements and herbs. $300 and gym membership, stuff like that. And his tally was like $2,000 a month. 
the overweight guy, his drugs are, are $2,000 a month. His doctor visits are $1,000 a month. And saving for future surgeries and lost time from work is like $2,000 a month. So he's at $5,000. This guy's at $2,000 a month. And, yeah, so that, that was a really good illustration on truly what's going on. Like, yeah, you're, you know, he's spending $200 a month in groceries. This guy's spending 400 a month. But when you look at the overall tally sheet, he's much worse off than the guy who's spending $400 on organic food. So in the long run, it's a lot better for your body and far less expensive on the medical front. Yeah. And so that's finances and I'm all about finances because that's like, that's my background finance and marketing before I do for doing what I do here. But now can I go to one step further? Mm-hmm. What's your day look like? What's your joy look like? What's your vitality look like? What's your life look like? Are you spending time with your kids or are you sitting in bed? Right? right. Are, you sit, are you spending time with your grandkids or can you not move? All right. So what's your life look like and what's it worth to you? And really, I did, I had this functional food program where um, it's online and I teach people how to um, choose food as medicine, and I take, in the videos, I'm actually taking people to the grocery store, and I show them the difference in cost between cream that's conventional and their organic creamer, butter, cheese. We're talking like 30 cents, 50 cents. Right. So really, like, what's it worth to you? And start thinking about this, and start thinking long-term versus short-term. Um, so we've got lots of great, okay, so wait, okay, so we're going to go through comments here, peeps. So we've got Chris from Arizona. She says, wow, maybe others will legalize unprocessed milk. I drink goat milk because, cool. What do you think about goat milk? It's a great alternative to, uh, the conventional milk. And I think she was alluding to, she's drinking goat milk because she can't get the, the raw cow's milk because uh, Arizona probably has made it illegal or whatnot, so it's difficult to find, which is unfortunate. Uh, you know, what can we say? The government said supposedly has our our best interests at heart, but of course they do. As Reagan said, you know the the worst nine words you can hear. I'm from the government. I'm here to help. So <laughs> yeah. She has a great question. She says, Chris says, would the gut bacteria being off also contribute to skin cancer continually popping up? Go ahead and give your opinion. I have mine too. I, I, I answered her in the comment section and, and digestive dysfunction leads to inflammation, which then weakens the resilience of the body towards other infirmities. When you add sun exposure and toxins uh, and then stress on top of that, you, you would have a higher propensity towards skin cancers and other skin issues like eczema, psoriasis and such. Uh, so yes, it, you know, short and sweet, yes, it would it could definitely be a contributing factor. I just got a download. Like, this is interesting. And tell me what you think about this concept. Because it just came to me from spirit. So you talk about sun exposure. Well, we know that if you're putting a toxic stuff on you, like like a lotion or whatever, those are chemicals, right? Right. And those chemicals 
especially combined with the sun and everything else that you do are causing cancer. There's not a surprise in that, right? So if you're eating, I think one of the other reasons that cancer, especially skin cancer, is on the rise, in addition to what you're saying, where, let's say not me, but many people are eating conventional foods that have toxins in it. So now, and drinking toxic water. And so now the sun is not interacting with a pure body. The sun is interacting with skin filled with toxins. And that, yes. that chemical reaction is really blowing out cancer right now because most, a lot of people are not filtering their water. They're just really now waking up to the fact that all these toxins are in their food and water supply. Because, see, here's the thing. We ate pretty clean as kids, not knowing, because we always bought from farmers. And uh, so I never burned. Like, my skin never burned, ever. Now, when I got on medication, my skin burned all the time. I have no medications. I have, you know, probably minuscule amount of toxins in my body. And I don't burn. I go in the sun. I don't put on sunscreen. I mean, I don't lay out in the sun. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, I don't put on anything and I don't burn. I think it's a chemical reaction. What do you think? That's a really good point. It, it makes logical sense. Yeah, that's kind of where I was at. Um, and here's your response. Uh, thank you for doing that. Uh, so if anybody else is looking for that response from Dr. Matt. And then we have uh, the bone broth recipe. And uh, what's this? And then Chris says, oh, fabulous point, Jody. Thank you. It's a download, Chris. You would have gotten the same thing. She's an intuitive. <clears throat> so it's 930. We're going to go to a quick commercial. Um, and so uh, grab your cup of joe. Hopefully it's dandelion joe. By the way, Ticino coffee, uh, which is dandelion coffee, went is going public. So I invested in them. So <laughs> cool. yeah, yeah. So buy Ticino. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, let me go to commercial and we'll come right back for you. Uh, let's see here. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speech. Tuesdays, Self-Self-Care with Jody Toussaint. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Further Healing with Beata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. With a simple blood test and food plan, Susan Essentials will help your business, your family, and you eliminate toxins and create a step-by-step plan to nourish your mind, body, and spirit. Click here to learn more. Susan Essentials leads you to wellness by giving you access to more than 20,000 sustainably produced nutritional products delivered direct to your door. 
we are back. So, um, so what questions do we have from uh, our community that is watching? Um, if you guys have questions, feel free to uh, post your questions in the thread. Uh, Blog Talk is working today, so you can call into Blog Talk at 515-605-9325. We'll leave that up for a minute. And then I would also say that um, if you're in the area and you, or, or even not in the area for nutrition counseling, you can call Dr. Matt, and uh, I'm getting his information back up there again. There we go. Um, so, and he, Dr. Matt will travel to your location, which you and I have to schedule. Um, I think I need to do a, a detox. You can do detox with using needles, right? Yes, that's one of the components of, of acupuncture is it does tend to stimulate a detox reaction. Yeah, I think I have to have you come over here. But if, if you saw my legs, you would be scared. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, we're not going to tell that story online. <laughs> Actually, if you wait until after the show, I'll give you the brief thing, and then we'll schedule an appointment. So, uh, okay. and any friends of mine who want hair, you can call. <laughs> but let's just say, um, mm, not pretty. So, um, um, okay. So, oh, I see. And so you need to duck out around 10. So we can get on the phone, you and I, to schedule. Is that right? Okay, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Unless traffic improves. I just looked at it. It has improved some. So. Cool, cool, cool. So, so going back to – so we've talked about stress, use stress. We've talked about the things that are contributing to stress. Now, interestingly enough, um, I – and I don't have the answer for it yet, but I joined um, up with a company out of New Mexico. And let me just see if I can bring this up real quick. And, um, you know, because I, one of the things that I'm doing is um, helping people uh, make sure that they have a healthy home. And so I do home inspections. And the um, one part of the home inspection, so the home inspection is inexpensive. It's like $111. And um, I'll do a meter reading for your electromagnetic frequencies, right, and see how, how high it is in any part of the house, what needs to be neutralized, what you can use to neutralize it. I measure the water in your home, so I can tell you what pH level it is at, whether or not it's alkaline or not alkaline, you know, if it's acidic. Um, and then the third thing, which there's an additional fee for, but I'll show it to you right now, is um, testing for mold. Uh, because, yeah, it's a huge thing. Now, this is cheap, actually, to do. Um, and so they do, it's called Immunolytics Mold Checkup. And so it's $33 per room, and you decide whether or not you want to do this. And But I'm just a conduit to getting you connected. Um, and after you get your test, they give you a Petri dish. I've done this myself. You put it, you, here's your little Petri dish. You open it up, you put it in the room for an hour, you come back, you close the dish, label it, send it back to Immunolytics. And what they're going to do for me, which I will, I'm looking forward to this next part, is they're going to put me together with a trusted advisor who part of that $33 is um, anal telling me what's happening in my basement, what's happening 
you know, in my bathroom, my kitchen, like all of that. And so if you're having um, issues with your health and you can't pinpoint what the root cause is, you need to have a healthy home and look at what your, what your home is like. And this is one of the issues. So you want to look at your water. You want to look at um, uh, at your the things you can't see, like the radiation. And then the third thing is, is look at the ear, which you also can't see, which would have mold spores or not have mold spores. Is there anything else I'm missing that they should look at in the house? Well, besides all the toxic cleaners and crap. No, I think we've covered it all. Mold's a big one that's often overlooked. So if you've got recurring issues that are unexplainable and they, they you know, they respond and then they don't respond and then they respond and don't respond, you're, you know, you're, you know, wishy-washy, you know, type of aspect. Uh, mold is quite possibly the culprit. Well, yeah, and if you are exposed to black mold, right, um, it will activate all the dormant viruses in your body upon exposure. So, um, so you can get yourself really sick, like really fast. Um, and Chris had a, a comment that you responded to. Um, it says if the body can't break down and process nutrients properly, it throws the whole system out of balance. Did you want to add to that? about things that they can do so that the body can process nutrients properly? Reduce the toxic foods that they put in their body. That's the single most beneficial thing that they can do. You know, and with that, in a, in a dysfunctional digestive tract issue, you're going to need to add supplemental nutrients, whether it's nutraceuticals or herbal formulas that will help the body mitigate the stress and damage that's already there and start the healing process. L-glutamine is a amino acid that is prevalent in the human body and it is needed for tissue repair. So if, you're, if your body is deficient in that, which in dysfunctional gut, it's going to be deficient in that. So you're going to need compounds that have that in it. And you know, it's, you're going to need to take a supplement for a while, you know, but in the grand scheme of things, a short term to get a handle on those issues and improve tight junctions so that your digestive tract works properly and particles are not seeping through the digestive tract while perpetuating the inflammatory cycle. So other than healing the leaky gut and putting in, you know, uh, mitigating your like you either have a processing problem or an input problem, right? So if you no longer have the input problem, or both, right? So if you eliminate having the input problem, other than healing the leaky gut, how do you fix that processing problem? Well, you got to you got to heal the structures first. Uh, if your if your structures aren't healed, you can't process. Uh, and then once you're addressing that, the detoxification processes of the body come into play. If you healed the gut and you're still having problems, then we have toxic backup that's going to come back around the backside and destroy the work you did to heal. So uh, start slow, work on healing the body, and as you start to notice changes, then add in a detox aspect to help clear out those toxins that are backed up. All too often, I do believe we do uh, 
far too much at one time and the body just says, whoa, I can't handle this. Uh, and, it's, and it you know, sends out these signals where we just feel horrible for anywhere from a few days to a few weeks. And that's just signs that we did a little too much all at once. Uh, so slow and steady wins the race and the fast pace never really does the best. Uh, the body is going to heal as it can. And we are quite frequently trying to force it to move faster because we want it and we want it now. So give the body the time to do what it needs to do in the time that it can and, uh, and, and go with it, work with it as opposed to trying to force it. So, and I'm going to do a yes and to that. <laughs> so what's the, what's the impact if you try to force it, right? So when you detox too quickly, you're going to have a negative impact on your kidneys and weaken that and your liver, right? So I have a friend who's staying here with me, uh, and he is detoxing. And his first one was, well, what do we have to do first? I said, take a shower. Because he had a shower that was had toxins in it. I said, it's going to be low and slow. Take a shower. Drink clean water and eat healthy food. Low, just do that, <laughs> right? Yeah. We don't need to put you on a detoxification program. I would tell you, right. I am not a fan. Don't buy these boxes. Oh, detox in six days. Your body should never detox in six days. What took a freaking lifetime to do? No. Want to kill yourself fast? I, I, that. I always counsel against those because those those have been shown to be detrimental to the body. Huge. You know, a, a good effective detox program is going to be at least three weeks, if not longer. So I would say a lifetime. Like, yeah, I'm constantly I mean, but, in right. detox. Like, I'm constantly, you know, taking curcumin and acetylcysteine. Um, I'm uh, having my citruses. I'm drinking clean water, dr- showering in clean water. You know, your body naturally knows what to do. You don't really right. want to force this. It's kind of like forcing a relationship. Let's say you and I weren't friends, right? But I'm pushing myself on you, right, to be friends with me. And you're kind of like, eh, right? You're like, oh, why is she pushing this on me? I'm going to fight back. You know, oof, go away. But the truth is, what do you think you're doing to your body when you go to this cleanse, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I've, right. Heard, I've heard numerous stories where I, I did that seven-day master cleanse, and I was in the bed for three days after it because it, it just messed me up. I'm like, well, because you tried to force the body to do something that it, it couldn't do in that amount of time. Uh, you know, starting with clean foods and clean water, it's a great way to go. Uh, if you're already to that point where you're like, okay, I've got to just get it back to the to the basics and because I'm having so many issues, then that's where you need to start. If you're not quite to that point, we'll start with that. And then after a few weeks, look at adding in a quality whole food-based detox program that is largely based on high amounts of those cruciferous vegetables and uh, you assist the liver in its natural functions as opposed to trying to force the liver. And those are gentle, slow approaches that, you know, they, the uh, basic one's going to be three weeks, you know, uh, more intensive or more uh, comprehensive is going to be a couple of months 
because you're gonna you're gonna do more than just that detox program. You're gonna implement lifestyle changes, and that's what it's really all about: is changing the lifestyle to promote constant, proper detoxification pathways. I'm with you 150 percent, right? So um, I put in here in the in the chat in the comments, I should say, where you can get affordable filtered water, right? I've got a, a price point for everybody's home. It starts as low as 60 bucks and up to like $3,000, depending on where you, where, what you need, right? And so the shower head is only $84. And if you replace the filter uh, every, you know, four to five months or six months, depending on the source of your water supply. But um, it's, it's, it's almost insane not to do this. Right? Yeah. Um, and so, um, and then we had a comment in here. Let me read that. Uh, Chris says, I can say when I initially started detoxing for metals, it was so fast and I ended up on the ICU with cardiac issues. Of course you did, Dolly. Well, and that's what happened to me. I started, I developed food sensitivities because I was my, I was flooding my body with nutrients, which was good. But again, I was told by these MLM people to double up and then my, and I'm detoxing and I got very, very sick, uh, coming out of every pore of my body. Um, and which is okay for it to do that on some level, but really, you know, peeps, I, I was 50 years old. It was 10 years ago, right? And I was 50 years old, and I'm going to detox in a month, 50 years of shit? Really? Yeah. I mean, I want you to put this, in, put this into perspective. <laughs> I don't think we need to put it in perspective. Just think about it. 50 years you want to do in, in three weeks. Okay. I mean, I, I, I kind of became speechless on that. So, um, do we have questions? We've got 12 minutes left. Um, uh, let's see. Oh. Ooh. Holistic dentist. Biological dentist, Naima. Yeah. Holistic, biological. Actually, I have the name of a couple in the Chicago area that you can go to that are reputable. You need to get the mercury out. Um, you want to think about the mercury. It's next to your brain, number one. And number two, it's connecting with the 5G, right? So now you're being controlled by who's ever pulling the puppet tear strings. That's the other thing. And then thirdly, and this was on my other show, I had... Um, Larry from Freshmouth, and we talked about the tooth organ chart. And so what they, there was a, a scientific study done um, with women who had breast cancer. And don't ask me what the tooth number is on the chart, but if it was on the right side or the left side and they had a root canal on that tooth that was connected to the breast, okay, they then had breast cancer. Because, you know, again, now the dentistry, uh, dentist community is the only community that leaves in a dead body part and thinks it's okay. 
Just say. Yeah. I don't know. Call me silly. Go figure. Yeah. You know, when, and I guess I want to end the show with this, kind of end it, but what are the things that you were taught as a child or a young adult? And I would ask you all to go out and ask yourself, are they true? Are they really true? Is it for your highest good to still follow that path? I can't answer that for you. I answered it for myself. And I lost almost 100 pounds answering that for myself. And I reclaimed my health more than once. Now, uh, I'm not saying you won't get sick again if you, you start doing these things. I got sick several times because I got exposed to radiation or I got exposed, you know, you know, actually I got exposed to someone shedding the, uh, the, um, the thing that was widely distributed in the last three years. I don't even want to say it. Um, I got exposed to that from someone shedding and that's what came out of my legs. So, um, yeah, so we, we, we need to schedule. I had to do Eli first to get the blood work. Um, and, uh, but, and I'm free of all of that, right? But it's, in, and the parasites are dead, right? But, but it's still having to come out of my body. And um, I'm just saying that even if, if, once you adopt a new lifestyle and a new way of thinking, when you get sick, not if, when you get sick, your body is going to be what it is which is a master healing machine. I'm not saying you're not going to get sick, but your body's just going to go, oops, I got that. Let me just go, boom, get it out, right? Because our bodies are made to heal naturally. Right. I want you to end on this. I want you to really explain to people what, what that really means so that people can understand at a soul level how powerful their bodies are. On the most basic level, we know that our bodies are designed to heal themselves. And I, I like to give the uh, the analogy of how many cuts do you have open from when you were a, a toddler? You know, from when we're we're so goofy footed that we're falling down every time we stand up. You know, none. Hopefully, if you still do, then you need to go seek some some attention. But you know, that's on the most basic level. Our body heals. We get a cut, it heals within a few days. If it's delayed, you know, if we have an open wound for a couple of weeks, then there's a sign that we have a deficiency in the body. Nutrients are essential to life. If we have the proper nutrients, the body can and will heal itself. If there's a deficiency in nutrients, the, the healing will be stunted, but it, you know, eventually will heal because the body will use what it can in, over, over the longer period of time, so it'll take a little bit longer. Treating your body well will improve blood flow, which improves delivery of nutrients. So utilizing therapies like acupuncture, energy work that improve microcirculation function, that's the delivery of nutrients, especially if you're already transitioning to a, a more sustainable, healthy uh, lifestyle practices of you know, good quality foods. So you increase the nutrient content, and then you assist the body by improving the blood flow from herbs, energy work, acupuncture, exercise, uh, breath work. All those components play a role, and, and you really have to take the time and the onus in your own 
health and life to find what resonates and works best for you. You know, I, you know Jody and I can give you uh, information, but we can't do it for you. you know, if you if you you buy something, if you buy herbs, you buy a package of treatments for energy work or a, a membership to the gym or whatnot. If you just sit on your couch and you don't do it, it's not going to do anything for you. That's the biggest thing. You have to take that first step and you have to follow through or else you'll just sit there on the couch eating bonbons, getting sicker and sicker. And bonbons taste great, by the way. Because <laughs> yeah. I used to, um, you know, and I, I will just um, make one suggestion relative to that gym membership. So I don't belong to a health club. Um, I used to because I was a bodybuilder, right, and used to bench press and whatever. But when I had to reclaim my health, the first thing I did to exercise was walk down three flights of stairs to get my mail. So what I say is do what you need to do, like what you can do at that point in time, and then eventually – Yeah, you don't have to have a membership – I still don't have a gym membership. Um, I walk the neighborhood. Uh, my hips get an awesome workout because there are tons of hills. And so allow yourself, reduce the stress on that. Re- re- you don't have to follow, create your own path. Like, you don't have to join a club right. because other people do. Do, it, do what lights your own soul on fire. Anything else or no? That's that's pretty much what I say. Okay. You gotta find what resonates with you and follow through with it. Cool. So what I wanna just end with then, um, and we're gonna end a couple minutes early. Um next week, the twenty ninth, I am not on air. Uh Naima Latif will be uh so find the female solution, she'll be doing the show on blog talk. Um, I have a conflict. Then the following week, we have Michelle Froge, the rock star coach, who's the first um, Tuesday of every month. But please, uh, first of all, I'm so grateful that you showed up. We won't be here next week. Um, I'm uh, I um, am grateful uh, that you showed up today. And we encourage you to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, and to Podbean, you can actually, we'll upload this show to Podbean, and then it will be distributed to everywhere that you can view or listen listen to a podcast, Spotify, Audible, iHeartRadio, to name a few, um, Apple Podcasts, right? And so, um, other than that, I think, um, you know, uh, you know, thank you for being here, and we're just going to... Uh, Say goodbye, and I know you have to leave, but uh, we'll just do a quick goodbye and uh, thank everybody for being there. All right. Yes, thank you, everybody. Oops.